Welcome to this week's episode of Countdown to Infinity and Avengers Podcast. I know you guys don't like to count down. So. Yeah, don't make us do yeah, it again. Yeah, Stop it. We're on. gonna do I'll just don't do it by do myself. I have no go for idea. It. Yeah, yeah. Just don't count down, Dave. All right, here we go. Three. You said you were gonna do it by yourself. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I was waiting yeah, for no, you. No, two, one. I thought I was gonna go in by myself and you guys were gonna be like, you know what? We can't we can't let him do this by himself. We started a different no. number each podcast and it's yeah. kind of like Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. All right. We started at eight last time around. Okay. Well, we don't start at eight. I mean, we, we're which movie? There's only this? four of us. Is it would the, make sense. This to... is the hold on. This is the tenth, I think. Okay, all right. Guardians. I'll start right. at ten. Well, no, no, no. We, we, we... Uh, yeah, don't do this. But this is the tenth movie in the MCU. So. Okay, here we go. That sounds good. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Ah, boom. <laughs> we did it. Legendary Outlaw? Forget it. We arrested these five on Xandar. Check out the rap sheets. Drax, a.k.a. the Destroyer. Since his wife and family were killed, he's been on a rampage across the galaxy in a search for vengeance. Gamora, soldier, assassin, wanted on over a dozen counts of murder. Rocket, wanted on over 50 charges of vehicular theft and escape from lockup. What the hell? Groot. He's been traveling recently as Rocket's personal houseplant slash muscle. Peter Jason Quill. He's also known as Star-Lord. Who calls him that? Himself, mostly. He's wanted largely on charges of minor assault, public intoxication, and fraud. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. Well, guys, it's number 10, according 10, to John. John, are you... Nine. Are, oh, you're doing the we're countdown doing now? We're not doing anymore? I, okay. You like it. It's all right. I love no, the countdown. Don't, <laughs> don't bring this up the next time. You, you will. It always happens. If you've made it past the first minute of the podcast, <laughs> this is Countdown to Infinity. If this is your first episode, just because you like Gardens of the Galaxy, you're doing it wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's fine. You, uh, we we uh, accept everyone. Uh, so so here's what we're doing. We're watching a Marvel movie every single week. We started with Iron Man. Man, back in 2017. You guys remember that year? Crazy, right? Yeah. So it's already so far. And uh, we, we're going to go all the way to uh, the Infinity War movie that comes out in May. And yeah, so every single week, a new Marvel movie. And I've watched so many of these now. My name is uh, uh, Emmanuel. And I'm John. This is Andrew. And we've got a super special guest. Super <laughs> He lives proximity-wise, very close to me. About a so mile away. If you're planning on robbing wow. me, there's, Don't. there's a house very close by. That, <laughs> yeah. you know, You'll never find it. Two birds, one stone, <laughs> if you want. Yeah. Yeah. My name's David. I'm from Sticker Fridge Podcast. Uh, Boom. The, another sister podcast company, yeah, I'll say, mm-hmm. because... Yeah. A sister podcast sister, company. Sister. <laughs> We're around, man. Boom. You've been on ours. We, uh, John's on ours. Yeah. So yeah, so Andrew's what what Whoa. what is your favorite Marvel uh, cinematic universe movie? Do you think Guardians of the Galaxy? That's Whoa. why I chose this Boom. one 100. percent oh, That's awesome. That what was the nice. reason I chose this one because oh uh, I'm just not a 
I, I've been recently talking to some friends, and I was really talking. I was saying, what the fuck happened in the, in cinema recently, where <laughs> Marvel and specifically Marvel and Star Wars have become their own fr- like genres, not even franchise genre of yeah. film. Yeah, like it's a completely different genre of film, uh-huh. and it kind of annoys me in my in my <laughs> yeah, opinion, a little just bit. because of like how obvious it is. Like you can watch any of these and be like. You can watch it for like five seconds, and someone can be like, "Oh, this is a different movie." No, it's not. You fucking asshole! This is a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way that anyone can ever tell That's you it's true. not a Marvel movie. Yeah, they're like, "Is this an action movie?" You're like, no, 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 no. Um, no, I can already this tell. This is a Marvel movie. <laughs> oh, there's a bright line in that weird black spot. It's a Marvel movie. <laughs> oh, there's a star up there, and there's a war up near that yeah. star. Yeah. You better watch That's a Star Wars in movie. the background. <laughs> yeah, you, you better look out for a cameo yeah. uh, for um, Stan- someone. Yeah. You rewatch- Did I just see Samuel Jackson? <laughs> Did you? Re- you've rewatched this recently? I watched it maybe like a couple of weeks ago. Actually. Did you still find that you liked it as much as you did the first time? I maybe not as much. A little bit less now that you, well because of what you've seen already in the Marvel Cinematic no, Universe. No, not not that much. I will say it's because uh, there was I, I at the time this was like the best Marvel film in my opinion, mm-hmm. the like epitome of a Marvel film, and now it's really not. Something, there's a lot. There's more. There's better Marvel films out, and so and I and I haven't seen Black Panther. Oh, nice! But I will say that like I've heard so many amazing things, things that about, like yeah. that that I, I've heard as many amazing things that I heard about Black Panther before uh, the same thing as that I heard before I saw this movie. This movie, yeah, Guardians, yeah. yeah. Guardians one, and so it's like that movie seems to be. Probably up yeah. there mm-hmm. in the pantheon which of like, one, great Marvel movies. Which one would you say has uh, overtaken this one? The one it, of the ones that you've seen. Right. You said that the right, 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 I've the seen. Right. Well, I wouldn't say that one has like overtaken it in general, but I would say that like elements of other movies have overtaken it. You know, mm-hmm. fucking um, what is it? The Avengers. What, what was the second Avengers movie? I'm really Age bad. Of Age of Ultron. Ultron. Stuff. Age of Ultron? Yeah. yeah, Age of Ultron. That that like basic. Civil War moment that happens in Age of Ultron is one of the greatest Marvel moments, in my opinion, that's mm-hmm. ever been captured or ever been like shown on film. Like yeah. the whole battle between the Marvel superheroes oh, at the airport. Civil War. Oh, Civil War. Okay, Civil yeah, yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. okay. okay cool. see, I don't know <laughs> the movie like, names. Yeah, yeah. So they're... I'm so like they all yeah. blend. In, so because they, they look all one. the same, but yeah. it should have been the the second Avengers movie. To it's, be honest with it's you, it's just because they look all the same to me After that while, I yeah. cannot picture what's different except for Thor movies because they look completely different for some yeah. fucking reason. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, I also will say that. Nice. Although I love Take the director. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. I, I just mean, watched uh what was that movie? What made? we do in the New shadows. Zealand. What we do in the shadows. No, uh the Chase, for the, world the, for the world movie. I haven't seen Hunt yeah. for the is insanely good. Yeah. I've seen What We Do in the Shadows and I've seen what was it that other movie that they did like way long like Shark Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shark Girl. With the Flight whatever. of the Concords people. Yeah, and that yeah. one was amazing, too. And Boy, which was another one he did. Boy. So mm-hmm. good. I mean, and what we do in the shadows is it's yeah. a great. goddamn masterpiece. Yeah, it is a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would say that, like, those elements that were presented in the later Marvel movies, like, those types of things, definitely overshadowed this movie. This movie, yeah. But this movie as a whole... Is probably, in my opinion, one of the a one number one. I would, yeah, I would say probably like number two, number one. I gotta say, this movie's probably my number one. It's my main squeeze, baby. <laughs> I remember watching this movie um, uh, 
not knowing much about the Guardians of the Galaxy, but then watching it three or four times in the theaters yeah. because I figured the second week it was out, I was like, there's nothing better. I just should watch this movie again. I think it, it was a, a, a real big risk on Marvel's part, but... Mm-hmm. After, I mean, it was, it was a really good film. What did you guys hear about it when it first started coming out? Did you guys read Guardians? I know you yeah. guys are comic book readers. Yeah. Um, I was familiar with the Guardians of the Galaxy characters before coming on, but mainly I was way more... The thing that drew me into this movie was James Gunn. I, um, right. I was a huge fan of James Gunn, uh, you know, um, throughout his entire career from, like, you know, his Troma Origins, which is really cool. Yeah. Troma and Juliet is a really awesome movie. Um, I love Slither. I love the Dawn Slither, of the Dead remake yeah. that he wrote for yep. Snyder. Scooby Doo. Super. Uh, Super, yeah. Super was a little bit of a. Scooby Doo too. I don't know if it's, it's yeah. aged too well I, nowadays. I will say, but, like, Super so, is a really good movie. The reason why I like Super so much, like Super, I would I, like so at one point in my life I was like super into the idea. Super, 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 super. So I was real, really into the idea <laughs> of just analyzing films and like looking at like the structure of movies oh that's right yeah and you did an you did a hero's journey for super and super has a perfect yeah. hero's journey uh, right like, like the arc the, the complete arc all of the arcs that that joseph campbell says yeah. that you're supposed uh-huh. to take he it has them all nice. like in perfect succession so it is literally a perfect like odyssey Mm-hmm. Uh, you you know Odyssey yeah. like it is the perfect one of those types of films and that blew my mind that James Gunn was able to capture that in such a weird shitty film like I don't yeah. want to say it's a shitty film but just like a weird film yeah. that like like <laughs> I mean the film. scene where he just like smacks a guy on the head with like a cr- with like a fucking was it like a you can, a wrinch yeah like you can it, see it, the, weird shit yeah you can yeah. see the budget in that movie too like where sure. the, the the big limits of like what he wanted to do like because some of the Super's a really cool movie, and, like, I, I don't want to dwell too much on it, but, like, there's uh, there's a sense where, like, you don't, like, you didn't have enough money to make it, like, cool or something. Because, yeah. like, this premise is really awesome, and it's basically, like, an alternate to, like, Kick-Ass's story. But, yeah, they, like... they spent, there's, like, a, in, was it, the first, like, 30 minutes, there's, like, a, a crazy um, CG scene. Yeah. That, that that's probably where they spent most, most of their money. Yeah. The most of their money went yeah. to that. Cool, yeah. Most of their money went to his costume. And the rest was all just probably just to the actors yeah. too. The, like actors the cast is like pretty the, big. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. What do you got? You got Bacon. Rain Wilson. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Uh, Liv Tyler. Liv, Liv Tyler. Tyler Ellen Page. Uh, Ellen Page. Who the, 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 literally directly after this movie came out as gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, after she tried to rape Rain Wilson's character. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy. As a girl, <laughs> a crazy, yeah, tried to rape a man. Yeah, <laughs> boom. Oh yeah. well, shit! That's just a little bit of what James Gunn. Yeah, did. exactly. And, and because, it's so crazy because of that like those elements. No, the fact James that he Gunn actually does that. Yeah, right. And the fact that he was attached to a Guardians of the fucking Galaxy movie, we're just kind of like, wait, exactly. What? Yeah, this is like really weird. Like, and I then, remember seeing the uh, behind the scenes for the Guardians of the Galaxy, and and the behind the scenes for like, um, what's it called? Uh, like the Dark Knight, and you see, I can't even. I feel like an asshole. What's the name of the director for The Dark Knight? Yeah, Cameron Nolan. Yeah. So he is walking around set in a full three-piece suit, mm-hmm. just like, like kind of like, kind of like being super elegant, like touching people on the side and like directing them away. And James Gunn's walking around in a black t-shirt and jeans yeah, yeah, with sure. a cup of coffee, just yelling at people yeah, yeah. <laughs> like while he's directing this movie. And it's a total like you can tell like 
that's why this movie's fun. Yeah, and yeah, I honestly, think, I think that that was my first impression too. Was uh, coming. I remember them saying, you know, yeah, there's gonna be a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I was like, how are a walking tree, two team, green yeah, people, with raccoon, two green people and a raccoon, tree, you know? Yeah. Um, but and then I heard that it was James Gunn and like John. Uh, he, I was such a big fan of of what he's done, and I mean, even now, I I, I still kind of dig the second Guardians because of. You know, obviously it's not as good as this one is, but um, I dig the second Guardians because James Gunn is attached and how he uh, treats his characters and just the way he treats the movie making process in general. But let's talk about that. So yeah. James Gunn started in relative obscurity in a. Uh, I can speak loudly to cover it if you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Gunn started in the school of trauma, which is the super B level horror sure. movies. Yeah, we have uh, an interview with uh, Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah. Lloyd Kaufman in one of our uh, ROTS episodes. Yeah, ROTS so, episodes. good middle plug, Andrew. Really quick before you go into James Gunn and trauma, I just want to say my uh, was a history of trauma. All started with John. Yeah, John taught me all about trauma. Like John, like so, we took an editing course together in college, and John was the guy. He was just like, "You got to look at these like crazy." Yeah, he, he, I mean, he's my trauma guy. Like, whenever I talk about trauma, I'm the tra- John's always in my head. Trauma. That's so funny that, 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 it, it, that, that you're known for that now. That's hilarious because I, I mean, I obviously have known John Hans for a long time. the same thing, too. Like, Hans yeah. Hans, like, oh, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I've never obviously. really, like, actually pinpointed him to be a big trauma fan. But, I mean, because I, I know of trauma as well. Whoa. And it's mainly because it's just what James Gunn says. And that, that's one of the – we were watching it with the commentary. And midway, he, he sees Lloyd Kaufman and he starts going on and on about trauma and he what like a, really, like a really sweet like little plug like plug like, yeah and it's basically because it's, the process is the same of you know low, shitty budget or not or shitty you know whatever he still respected that they went through the actual process of the you know mo- of making a movie well also it just blows my mind uh, with trauma in general like so i know a lot of people like i work with some people that are like movie buffs in general or and i and i in in sticker fridge you know there's mm-hmm. some movie buffs there it's adam and brent they're pretty big movie buffs They've never really heard of trauma. Yeah, they've never really experienced the idea of what trauma is, and I'm and that blows my mind. Yeah, just as a like in a connoisseur of film, or as like someone that wants to be a filmmaker, it's like trauma is that perfect middle ground for those things. It's yeah. like well, because it's such a cult thing, and it brings you into that whole like sure. how you make film. Well, right? and that he, they do that that making of uh, poultry guys. Poultry and that, was, guys. that was one of the best. Like, motion, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that if no one's ever seen the making of poultry guys, it's literally better than the movie poultry guys. Oh yeah, yeah. It like is one of the best documentaries of, on film. Yeah, in it's, oh yeah. It's basically the the documentary. Uh, what is Gorilla it? The, filmmaking. The, the burden of the 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 was the burden of film. Whatever that fucking like Werner Herzog Sog film that was a documentary of him making uh, Fitzcarraldo. It's yeah. basically that, yeah. But your indie <laughs> version of it, and yeah. it, it is it just brings you down to that, and it's like, oh, I could make a fucking movie. Yeah, I could make a fucking well, movie. I mean, <laughs> if it, I wanted it, to. it gave me the same feelings of when I saw like Clerks or like uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead, where like, oh my god, these yeah. guys did it by themselves, you know. So when I, when I hear about trauma, I'm like, oh man, it's it's where people start. Yeah. And then you go, obviously, with James Gunn. And how many names are attached to Troma in just in general? J.J. Abrams and... Um, um, yeah, a they, lot. Yeah, Samuel tough. Jackson. Yeah. Tomei, South, yeah. South Park dudes. So yeah, many, South yeah so many people... Have, because because the idea of Troma was just like, let's just give people jobs. Let's yeah, just exactly. Make it, let's just have fun. Let's and just make, make it work. Movie. And that's and where James that, Gunn started. Yeah, yeah. And I think it really plays well... Or not plays well, but it really reflects on the movie it really that does. was The Guardians of oh, the Galaxy. Yeah. It seems like it's a, it's a whole lot of fun. But yeah, let's talk about this movie. <laughs> 
uh, enough about James Gunn and Troma. Let's talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy. What did you guys think about the movie? And go. Two minutes on the clock. The actual, like, our actual favorite. Yeah, what, what, yeah no, yeah. What were, your, what were your first impressions, or what did you guys think of the movie? I mean, I, it was a blend of a lot of things that grounded us to pop culture, like the soundtrack. I think, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll just we'll, we'll touch on that real quick. Um, a lot of movies, obviously a lot of movies have, like, soundtracks and stuff attached to them. You know, they have, you have... I mean, um, every, a whole every lot more movie. after uh, this there, movie. There's a lot of silent films let's, that like, again, not. Let's not talk about uh, Volume Two's shitty, shitty soundtrack. Oh, <laughs> let's just talk about Volume One's really good soundtrack. James Gunn really loves the second, the second I, soundtrack. James Gunn I don't really mind it. the second soundtrack. I hate how they like reference it in the movie. Yeah, go oh, fuck nice. yourselves. Uh, the the first movie was way better with like Are you talking the, way, about, the, the music cues oh, yeah. in the movie, right? Like yes, you're talking about like that. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's turning it on. I could not. <laughs> There's, there's a the player everywhere one. in this. In the, in the second, second one, one, I could not stand that. In the first one, they did yeah. it so much better. Nice. I think it's pretty cool though, like that you had that this type of approach to it though, because like um, it's the first a, superhero movie to do it. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's not even really a superhero movie, even as, yeah. as a sense too. It's kind of like you have all these characters the who haven't been band of misfits. We're talking about like the whole MCU up to this point. Like everybody's been kind of black and white heroish, like right. in all the movies. Uh-huh. Um, you have like a uh, basically a group of outlaws in this one. And then you have it kind of grounded on Earth with all these like um, pop songs from the seventies. That again, like David said, like kind of better used in this movie than it is in the second right. one. Because in the second one, they do seem to be f- finding like you know a CD player at each like. Man, you might not turn. like the third one. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> There's a zoom. Yeah. A lot of possibilities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. there. But this kind of movie started all that like you know pop songs in the background. We've seen other movies since that kind of like you know throw throw up like a like a pop soundtrack, and it kind of you know fails badly for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know this um, this movie's great and like the it's really funny, um, especially Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt gave out like a, I mean we've all known that he was kind of you already had like a good performance in him from watching like Parks and Rec and stuff, but you didn't really know that he was going to nail it. Right? Like, yeah, he went from C lister to A lister with this movie. Like, it's quick. Yeah. And it was that whole also I think the body transformation thing. God, that went let's on to, like, talk media. about his hot <laughs> body. Social bod. media became like a like abound with like oh my god Chris Pratt's so fucking hot now. H A W T. Well, there was a lot of you're right about Chris Pratt and even Zoe Saldana, uh, Batista. Batista's the, yeah, really the, the most famous too, person like, was the animated dude Bradley Cooper. Bradley, oh, when this you movie got came out. Also. Yeah, but isn't that crazy that like that's not even Bradley Cooper's real performance in my yeah, opinion? Sean, that's more Sean, Sean, Sean Gunn's Gun, Gun. performance mixed with Bradley Cooper's like inflections. Like that is one of the first like real amalgams of a character where it's like more than one person because before that it was all like with Andy Serkis being the complete Gollum, person. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah, like Gollum or whatever Caesar. it was from Caesar. I can't. Uh, I've never watched any of those movies. Those are good. Those are good. Of the Apes movies. Uh, I've never seen those a single are good. one. They're actually pretty cool. Yeah. I kind of. I, I, for some reason, that that franchise has just never stuck Clicked in my mind. You should just yeah. watch the second one, and I think you'd be good. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. You're, you're I, I want to hear your opinion now, uh, Andrew. On um, so I, I remember being super excited because I remember I, we saw the leaked trailer of Comic Con. We couldn't even wait for the real trailer to be released, and I remember making out bits and pieces. And I was so right, excited. I, that, yeah. I was so excited that it it clicked on screen and you know obviously we had a uh, hooked on a feeling go on for forever and uh you know a whole year that, yeah that yeah song. Now, that that song is like super popular yeah, song, now yeah. but it was every tween's ringtone yeah yeah sure and uh so when i saw it i was uh, just blown away that that this is what a marvel movie could be yeah 
You know, like th- this is like this makes Thor Ragnarok possible. This makes every. I know Thor was kind of no, different. But you're you're right about right. that. Yeah, Thor yeah. Thor is kind of different for sure. But I mean, you still recognize who Thor was, and th- in this one, you're they're introducing like at least ten characters that you have to give a shit about by the end of the movie. It felt like for sorry to cut you no, off, good. but it felt like for a little bit they were like trying to give some artours, like some like license to do some stuff, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But G- but uh, was it Gun was the first person to really be like. I'm going to take it. I'm actually yeah. going to do what I want to do with yeah. it. Yeah. And like make the movie I want to make. Because like, I mean, I unabashedly hate the first Thor movie. The mm-hmm. first Thor movie is garbage yeah. in Kenneth, my opinion. Because Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh like over directed the shit out of that movie. Mm-hmm. He tried to make it like some weird like Shakespearean thing. And then tried to make it some weird like sci-fi thing. And then tried to make it some weird like and then all tied it into the Marvel thing. And yeah. it's like none of that worked together. Mm-hmm. Too many Dutch angles. Get those Dutch angles out of my life. <laughs> I needed more Dutch angles. I was leaning on the side of a chair next to me, and it was straight for most of it. Yeah, and it, you know, and it, it's such a shame too because, like, you you look at like a movie like Thor: The Dark World, where Alan Taylor, the dude who you know Game of Thrones and all that good stuff, it should have been destined for greatness with you know Viking Thor. You know, cool. It's yeah, supposed to like, work. And like a movie like Ant Man too. Yeah, exactly. Ant Man, and where where you know the studio has their fingers in there a little bit too much, and then here comes James Gunn, and they're like, this dude's weird. He can totally take this weird concept. Well, and, you know. One of the advantages I think he has is Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, all of them main were really in the Avengers, and they have to play into the main through line. Exactly. So I could see how Marvel gave more notes, kind of messed with sure, the other yeah. versions. Yeah, yeah. Where in Guardians, they're like, well, we don't I even know, know if they'll they, be they, in it. They're just throwing it at the wall so and hoping whatever, that it'll stick. They obviously, beyond any, like, they. Ant Man's not a terrible movie. Right. But we can all imagine how amazing it, it would have been, been if, if Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright had right. continued to exactly. direct that film. Like it would have been incredible. Yeah, no, see, totally. and, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, I guess it's like Emmanuel said. We're like the the more known characters, the stricter I guess Marvel yeah, like is the about is the like property or whatever. Yeah. So what I'll say about it is the thing, like what you said, John, about how like it's a cast of characters and things like that that like build. Like, they actually build, you know, like, um, it's, like, one person at the beginning, and then, like, another person joins. and That, to me, lends itself to, I'll say, Miyazaki, the Japanese animated director, because that's what he does. He creates one person you follow, and then there's someone that you might have some kind of, like, a, a, a you know, a kindness towards, and that person kind of joins the group. Mm-hmm. And then another person joins the group. And then, putting, and then by the end of the fucking film, there's a there, the, the, there's there a group of, of people. like five people that <laughs> yeah. are fucking the most amazing or people you've ever heard. Samurais. Or seven <laughs> yeah. samurais. Yeah. Or a a weird baby and a little girl <laughs> and a dragon and yeah. like a hamster and a yeah. crow. Boom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. From Spirited Away. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just like I. Th- so like this movie felt almost like. In anime, like sometimes mm-hmm. to me, because they were they like they went to like crazy kooky places, yeah. and it was like a group of them, and they were always arguing, and it felt and there was like one girl and a bunch of dudes. It felt yeah. like at, at one point to me, I was like, "Is this a fucking live action anime that's happening yeah, right totally. now?" And are people loving it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Holy yeah. shit! Well, <laughs> like so, it blew my mind. Yeah, it was such a mixture of so many things. Like he was saying it on a couple of the uh, on, on the director's commentary on like, yeah, here it's kind of like a, a a blank movie. I mean, I forgot what what other movies he referenced, but um, you could see so much of it, and that's the way he intended to make it. Where like you can 
watch this movie four or five times and yeah. still see something different every single time. It is a lot of uh, sensory stuff. So if we think of a film as being like something we see, we hear it, and then of course you have the emotions of the characters. This movie was very complete in that sense. They paid attention to what colors were in every scene. The soundtrack mm, added a lot to well, the feel of the movie. And yeah. he supervises yeah, this person, you know, personally. Yeah. Like he oversees the, you know, yeah. all, all that stuff. Uh, and there's so much of it planned ahead that you, in this movie you could tell that everything was made uh, with some purpose and it wasn't like they were in the editing room like, man, what song no. can we put? What they, should we do they now? They had this whole film planned out. Well, yeah, and like they knew what they were doing. But I mean, beyond maybe what people would say. When people, I understand, like oh. they probably improved a decent amount, especially with Chris Pratt. Possibly, like he, I, I feel like Chris Pratt's the he, kind of guy that would he, just. He be does like, address it in the commentary too. He? he said okay, Chris Pratt basically is the only one that got to. really, really does improvise. But they would play off of it. Would be James and. Chris yeah, it wouldn't be like another person. But oh, most okay. of it is actually written out. And he said, I oh, mean, obviously, wow. obviously the conversations need to feel natural. So he actually takes that into account when he's doing these things. And even with the score, the score was written, t- before yeah, the movie. written and they would play the score on set. And that way you could move oh, to the music. Wow. And yeah, like the soundtrack was Boz, awesome. Boz Lerman. Exactly. So, like, you know, you get that performance. Like, you know? Have you ever guys heard, have you guys seen uh, Wet Hot American Summer? Yeah. 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 You know, amazing film. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that movie. Because of the filming schedule, none of it's really uh, improvised. It's all planned out. But that's one of the most improvised feeling movies you'll ever watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But because of the actors. And that, that speaks that's, so well to this movie also. Sure. It's yeah, like it's the actors yeah. are so good that everything feels so improvised. I mean, let's talk everything about the... feels so real. Let's talk about the actor. Chris Pratt, we already talked about him a little Star bit. Movie. We'll talk about him Boom. more. Um, Zoe Saldana... Has a pretty big name to herself. Is it Saldana or Saldana? I think, Saldana. It, I think it is a Saldana. Saldana? Saldana? We're really bad at Inya. pronouncing I mean, names here. I'm from America. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> she did a great... So Gamora is this really strong, edgy character. The daughter of Thanos. The, the daughter of himself. Thanos. Um, it was a whole other thing. Um, yeah, Batista, yeah, Dave Batista. Just a fucking ex pro wrestler. The, yeah. WWE guy. Well, was he a pro wrestler or a U- wasn't he a UFC fighter? He was fighter? an ex pro wrestler first and then a UFC fighter. Okay. But he, he started in the uh, the Man with the Iron Fist, I think, a small though okay. episode. I mean, I mean uh, maybe it would be like a uh, dissenting voice. Uh oh. Best uh, performance by him, James Bond. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You like him in Blade Runner or no? I haven't seen Blade Runner. Oh, wow. I'll yeah, tell you that right now. Blade Blade Sorry, guys. Yeah. I haven't seen it. He, need okay. to watch it real bad. He kind of <laughs> yeah. cries in Blade Runner. Yeah, he does, yeah. actually. Yeah, That's he's good actually, acting. He's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Now that but, you say that, I'm like, fucking Dave Bautista's in Blade Runner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I actually did not know Spoilers, that. Spoilers, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not really a spoiler. But yeah, but he's, but... he's the Blade Runner. Gosling isn't in this movie at all. Gosling's... Gosling, Harrison Ford? Not in the movie. Gosling plays the... God damn it, I can't remember her name. The girl the girl replicant from the first movie. That's him. Rachel. Who else is there? You have Sean Gunn and... Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper playing um, Rocket. Rocket Raccoon. Mostly yeah. Sean Gunn. When you all the 
behind it's the scenes stuff. Like, yeah. that's crazy that Sean Gunn doesn't get, I think, more credit well, than he does. He improvises no. some yeah. of the lines, and they're like, that was great. Bradley Cooper, say this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, then, and, and the amount of, like, stress he put his body through. Yeah, because he's too oh, crouching yeah. the entire time. He's literally crouching, like, to the ground. Like, his butt's touching the ground with his legs, like, at his yeah, fucking, yeah. like, in a temples. Green, in a green CG suit. So, like, he's, like, is ridiculous. Green, like, looks like I'm pretty sure on set it makes See, it kind of hard to And then to he's act. also playing another fucking character. Did you guys right. think Bradley Cooper, when I heard them cast that, I was imagining just his normal voice. And mm-hmm. watching the movie, I was like, who the F is this guy? Did not yeah. this think is insane. it was him at all. Me neither. When he I got, first saw it. He got paid more for this movie than he did for Silver Linings Limitless and the, the TV show of, he said a lot of other movies combined uh, nice. Silver Linings and what's the other one that uh, David American Russell Hustle made? yeah combined he said he I made feel, more for this I feel over. like I was listening to another podcast at one point and they what? were talking about Limitless <laughs> and, and someone goes wait hold on are we not making jokes right now? Is that a real movie you're talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> and they're like, Boom. no, it is a real movie. And they're like, and it is a okay, joke. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I heard cool. another podcast, and they're always like, gotta get that pill. Gotta get that pill. Gotta get that pill. I love that pill. Give me that pill. Give me that pill. I love that pill. That was the pitch. Get her on the pill. That's the pitch for Limitless right there. Karen Gill. Karen Gillen. Doctor Who alum. Jumanji. Loved her in Doctor Who. Didn't even realize that she was that character until the second movie. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, she's bald. Well, <laughs> yeah. Didn't know she that act- she was that character in the legit, second movie. She actually shaved, shaved her, her head. head for this yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, she shaved her head for this that one. That blew my mind. The There's, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Demon Hansu in a little role. Jaimin Jaimin Hansu. Yeah. We actually learned the Blood pronunciation. Jaimin Hansu, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Blood, Blood Diamonds, Diamond. that guy. Yeah. Um, Tough movie. Where else is he in? He's in Pop Midnight in Constantine, that movie with... He's all, I think he's also in several Medea films. No, okay. just kidding, guys. He's black. <laughs> um, <laughs> black Panther. Black, Did you, he's so, in Black Panther. Who is the guy that played the, that that admiral or that sergeant? The uh, oh, Denarian Saul yeah. is uh, Pete, Peter Seferanowicz. Peter Seferanowicz. He's got like a that. cool voice. Sephiroth. He's yeah. got a nice deep. Oh, and you have that guy's cool. and you have John C. Riley also as a uh, yeah. See, Day? The problem with voices in movies like this to me is like how much fucking you know sure. like, like yeah, yeah like how much how much are they like messing with that you yeah know, in that's post. not your natural voice yeah yeah oh. Oh, and Serafano, I don't know what that. Peter S. Yeah. Serafano, it's yeah, 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 I think you're right. right when Sarah, you said yeah, that. You're right. He um, he's in John Wick. Kind of, yeah, he's in John Wick, and he's in uh, some other stuff. So actually, his voice seems pretty natural. Yeah, um, I don't know. About, he's the like, tick. He's the new the, yeah, tick. He's the tick. Oh, yeah, he's the, yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, um, but he's a terrible Brish. tick. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I've watched that show. I, I've he's not, not good. It. Don't oh, watch man. it. Good. I mean, no. Well, the first tick wasn't that great either. No, he was the best. Yeah, he got canceled. he was the best tick. I bet you, if you rewatched it, you'd be like, ooh. But yeah, obviously it's gonna be better. But uh, yeah, and then you have going close and for no- Nova. Um, Ronan Nova the Prime. accuser is uh, Lee, Pace. Lee Pace. Yeah, and Josh Brolin, first time Thanos, last yeah. time brought caller, in, still long brought time in kind listener. Of like, yeah. First time Thanos. <laughs> Thanos, long time listener. He was brought in pretty late in the process. I think Sean Gun- or Sean Gunn also played Thanos, Thanos, like right. as the mocap. Like, but they couldn't give him a third role. Come on, every that's like, cheating. He's like Taika. Like, like it, yeah, he him and Thor like um he played like three roles. Yeah, like, he was just uh-huh. the director, so he just sure. Okay, so I mean, this we're not going to talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy for a second. Uh, Josh Brolin as Cable. 
What are y'all's opinion? Hate it, in my opinion. Uh, don't not, like it. I'm not a real big X-Men or Cable fan. So I don't like, I think he does not He does not fit that Cable body to me. He fits the Cable voice and maybe the face a little bit. I feel like... See, I would have agreed uh, with you if I just saw... like I saw the trailer and I liked it. I, I saw the concept art and I didn't like it. So like, maybe the Who, trailer kind of convinced me a little bit. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm notoriously bad at names. Guy's playing Venom right now. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. He should have been Cable. Wow. He's got that cable yeah, body. Right. Yeah, he's like Venom. <laughs> but see, and that's what happened. Wait, he's Bane. That's literally what happened. Is I was like, oh, Tom Hardy should have been Cable. And then like it was like, oh, do you want to watch the next uh, trailer? Venom is Tom Hardy. And I was like, oh, wait, that makes sense also. I, yeah, <laughs> I just think Josh Brolin is in every movie now. Yeah, Jonah he's, Hicks. He's I'm just... <laughs> Oh he's, God! Jonah he's actually in a lot of he's fucking like, movies. Ah, like, you know, he got his Do you his think he Oscar. was the reason they put supernatural shit in yeah, Jonah? Yeah, Hex? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> you ruined that comic. But uh, so, so a really great cra- cast, crass, crap, a really good crap. <laughs> I had a really good crap today. No, it was a really great cast. Yeah, they all played well. All right, it's a so crazy we're gonna cast. we're gonna take our first break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do our patented trivia show, and then we'll, afterwards we'll talk more about Guardians of the Galaxy. Baby. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. No, wait. Just wait. Can I have the pin? I'm going to explain the rules. Oh, the right. rules. Recording already? Okay. All right. Welcome back to our Countdown to Infinity trivia game with the help of Kahoot. So here's how the game works. A question will appear on the screen that you, the listener, cannot see, but trust trust me that there is one present. Mm-hmm. We're not reading a script. This wasn't scripted. Can you imagine if we scripted? I'll verify this. It's not scripted, guys. Uh, so so uh, the, I'm going to ask a question, a trivia question about Guardians of the Galaxy. There will be four answers I'll read. The people in this room are going to play. The hosts are going to play. Um, and the quicker they answer the question on their phone, the more points they get. John has won all but one <laughs> of really? these things. Did he really? won the other one. I, I don't won remember. the Iron Man 3 one, the one where I was like really drunk? I don't remember. Oh, shit. We well, were all hammered. He yeah. said all but one. Maybe that was you one. Lost oh, maybe one, that one. Maybe that one. You Two. lost one of them. That one. <laughs> the one that was really drunk me. don't remember playing. It was maybe the guest. It might have been Avengers. We had so many people. Oh, the right. odds Brian, were against you. Brian, I think, won. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe Brian won the Avengers yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, sense. Brian's very smart. <laughs> Brian Menard won the Avengers one. So, yeah. So, that's how this is going to go. I'm going to read the question, and then I'm going to read the answers, and you guys choose. Shit. There's music to this? Yeah. I didn't have no idea. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. If you guys at home want to play, you can't. But you can still win things if you go to facebook.com slash delphinpod, D-L-F-I-N-P-O-D. We're going to give away a ton of Marvel stuff. This we room hope. literally has a ton of Marvel stuff in it that I haven't given away yet. <laughs> yeah, you but probably will. You- You're in. You're I'm in. in. <laughs> Drawed. Feces. Yeah, it's drawed. All right, make sure you guys have a good, Nasty. A good yeah. eye in here. A, a good eye in. <laughs> a good view. Make sure, your brown eye. <laughs> yeah. Make sure your brown eyes <laughs> winking at the screen. All right, here we go. We're going to start our uh, Guardians of the Galaxy trivia game. The first question. Ooh. Here Here's go. the first question. Who did Chris Pratt base his character Star-Lord after? Did he base it on S- Snake, Snake Pliskin. Pliskin, Marty McFly, John McClane, or Han Solo? 
<laughs> spelling on John McClane. Yeah, they, John, they, John, they can't see John. It's clearly wrong. <laughs> yeah. John McClane. Yeah, was it uh, Arizona Senator John McCain? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are two right answers. Marty McFly and Han Solo combined. You guys could have gotten double points. Oh, yeah, but I guess you so. didn't know. Because you I, can only choose. One was there only two oh, yeah, people who answered? Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, I totally did not answer in time, apparently. Uh, <laughs> nice. All right, we're going to... we're gonna. Well, I can't give you Man, points. Fuck it, yeah, I fucked up. Whatever. <laughs> Scoreboard, A Nasty Andrew is number one with a bullet. We got 20 questions. Yep. This yeah, is going to last all questions. night long. And after each is of them... Is it usually we, 20 questions? And they all right? about... Yeah, 15 to 16, yeah. It's a lot. I mean, this has to last 30 minutes because of the sponsors. <laughs> okay, how long this. did it take... To apply Batista's makeup every single day. Did it take him three hours, five hours, one hour, or two hours? Oh, How long did it take that's easy. for him to put on makeup? Yeah, Booyah. Five hours. He also did not want to sit. He couldn't sit down because they did his back. So he yeah, stood. Well, and he had to have his arms up, too. Yeah. They said, oh, man. That must they were at least like three hours or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. But he also like, he has to stand for periods of time, so they put like stilts yeah, on his like. Well, didn't they also like give him like armrests too? Yeah, he will have like armrests. Jeez, like, sometimes. Up, yeah. yeah, you guys are just describing a horror movie. Yeah. yeah Wait, I and know. didn't they pinch his nipples? <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. That's for every Marvel. They used to have them pierced. A nasty, still number one. <laughs> Question number three: The soundtrack of this film was the first film sound- soundtrack to ever. Wait, what? <laughs> this was the first. This was the first film soundtrack to reach number one on the Billboard charts, win a Grammy award, be downloaded over a billion times, or gross more got than the wrong. movie. I, I might have got I, it wrong. Also, the, oh, yeah, I did it. I was about to say no. Hey, I got oh, it wrong. God. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> me and me and John yeah, did the same like, stupid <laughs> fucking answer. You guys thought the soundtrack grossed more than this yeah, movie? The second I said that, I was like, "That's so <laughs> stupid." <laughs> you know, a number one song now makes I, I like have it makes like fifty this. bucks. <laughs> There's no money in music, guys. I thought we were talking about uh, clerks here. <laughs> actually, Awful. honestly, I thought the other possible one was downloaded over a billion times. I would believe that probably probably now reach a one. Number one on Billboard charts. I feel like what was like a share movie should have done that fucking in the eighties already. Like, yeah, fuck the, you. The theme to beaches. <laughs> guys, you got you. I I don't know. You guys overestimate the music industry. It's bad. <laughs> it's awful. Do you you have to sell ten thousand copies of a CD to 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 like nice. buck. silver or Bust gold even. now? Yeah. yeah, it's insane. All right, here we go. Who insisted that Pratt audition for the role? So James Gunn didn't really want him, but who uh, uh, who insisted that he be in it? Was it Gunn's assistant, Chris Pratt, Kevin Feige, Feige, or Amy Poehler? Who insisted that I Pratt actually don't audition know for the role? I don't know this one at all, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm totally guessing based on yeah. Parks and Recreation. I who did it. I did it again. Did? You did it, Andrew. I did it. Gunn's assistant insisted that did he you? sees him. Okay. Ah, no, I did. I, I, oh, that's no. a real guess. And in 30 seconds, James Gunn said, hey, this guy has the part. And he's so happy that his assistant... He's going to be in the next three Jurassic oh, F- Parks. FYI, his name is Paul Feig. I don't. Yeah. The jury's still Paul out. Paul Feig. Okay? I'll only... Feig. We're going to have yeah. to see... Hey, oh, I'll say... Oh, cross-promotion real quick. If you want to hear more about Paul Feig, listen it's to directly. Director's Showdown, Director's Showdown. on Ooh. Sticker Fridge Podcast, oh, in which we did literally in hell Feig. Director's Showdown, Paul Feig versus Tim Burton, two of the worst films directors ever. You guys have, you have to wait until the allotted plug time. <laughs> I don't know what you don't Go get. Go fuck us. yourself. <laughs> yeah. 
Quit plugging me. Also, we'll keep we, we'll keep saying different names for Kevin Feige until we see a long form birth certificate. Kevin Feige, release it. Feige, release the release the Kevin tapes. Feigus. Andrew, you're pulling away. You're pulling I out. Know, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like fuck. pulling out and away. Only had one question right. <laughs> Andrew's the pullout king. You hear that, ladies? Um, so what was made specifically for the film's promotion? Did they make baby trees, telescopes, cassette tapes, or Walkmans? One of these oh, things God, I already One of these things one. were made to promote the film. I think yeah, they yeah. Gonna it's go not telescopes. Cassette yeah. tapes. Yes. Oh, you all I got it right. Walkman. I, I was that's like, what yeah. I thought was I, that's why I thought I told But I was like, no, wrong. I didn't I yeah. didn't I see any Walkmans Walkman at the time. Walkman seems like something they would make yeah. as a thing, but cassettes is a lot cheaper mm-hmm. for sure you guys all got it right which is the same as all of you getting it wrong that's very true that's right guys life yeah, is you're not wrong. we're all still in the same place <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. very life, true. life is meaningless all right uh let's I have see 1800 points now though <laughs> what did vin diesel do during the recording of his lines vin diesel when he recorded the lines for groot did he stand on stilts record in a forest wear a mask or drink beer he did I think this i know this one Oh, recording all of his lines, yeah. And of course, everyone knows this knows one. Yeah. Boom! I just did. fuck both of you for knowing too many, too much about film. That was a, that was a guess. <laughs> hey, fuck both of you. I can never win. No, the guests will never win this because John and Andrew know too much about movies. I give, I, I give John and Andrew the answers beforehand. Also, uh, yeah. yeah. So really, yeah, you, you told me that you didn't when you gave me the. Answers. You said it wasn't scripted. <laughs> you gave me the answers earlier, and you told me that you didn't give them. I always text. John, I'm like, hey, do you think this is would be a good question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, cool, thanks. Hey, here's the question: What's the answer to this question? Yeah, I don't know I it. <laughs> Whatever you say, I'll make the answer, John. <laughs> so he, he, Vin Diesel was on stilts. Cool. No, so that he could, uh, uh, I guess, feel really like a that? tree. Yeah, yeah it's so. weird. Yeah, you can so. actually see the BTS sh- like shots like of him, like standing, like well, looking the, down at the mic. I love how, like, he's wearing uh, in some of those BTS like videos. He's wearing sunglasses, like so. He's like, <laughs> it's sunny in there, and he's literally like, yeah. he's Dominic Toretto. He's like, like his family. fucking lines, basically. Yeah. He, oh, family. Yeah. He is Ooh. Dominic Toretto all the time. All the time. Yeah, all the time yeah. now. Did he have a Corona yeah. while he was? Probably. That's what he's drinking beer with. So, so if anyone's covered tomorrow i'm gonna have a barbecue at my place coronas oh man Ooh. is it just for family, just for family. <laughs> oh dang family family only so uh what was the model name of star lord's walkman oh was it Star. the Sony Walkman oh, WM101, the JVC CX57K, oh, the Sony TPS L2, or the Groove E? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck fuck pick- yeah, bitches! No. <laughs> nice. I'm the one guy that got it right. I was like, for sure they're not going to put anything Sony. <laughs> I knew it wouldn't say Sony, Sony Walkman in it. That's nice. why I guess oh, nice. that was me. not that Sony shit. Walkman. It was the Sony TPS L2. Are you a Walkman connoisseur? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am, uh, I'm going to guess what these other assholes don't guess, connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that means that Andrew's still on top, but... D-Rod, you're coming up from the rear. Ooh, I'm in front of fucking J-Money. Now in the middle place. And John, you're in last place. Wow, what a turn, huh? Yeah, that was very disappointing. <laughs> Maybe Actually, you'll get your second wind here. I even missed a question, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. He didn't even answer one. The first one. He didn't even answer one, bitch. <laughs> All right, question number eight. The sound tech for this film also recorded lines for which other movie? Was it The Iron Giant, Beauty and the Beast, Fast and the Furious, or Iron Man 2? The sound man mm. who recorded Toretto's uh, lines. I Damn think it. I know which one this is. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, think I just nice. lied. Boy, 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 boy. We all That's got it right. All of us, yeah. <laughs> I almost <laughs> picked Fast and the Furious. <laughs> how, 
How Andrew? I don't know. I don't know why. Andrew, I know. Have you ever seen? I was panicking. Like, how no, old are you when that movie came? Out? To be honest, no, I have not seen that movie. Oh, yeah. wow. Super bad. Super bad. Super bad. That's <laughs> an amazing film. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. Yeah, it's pretty. You've never, seen, I've never it seen it either. You yeah. guys are all fucked. What did James <laughs> Gunn give out on set to his favorite crew or actor on the set every single day? Was it a stuffed animal, Play Doh, a DVD of Tromeo and Juliet, nice, or a bag been... of seeds? What did he give out to who? Ooh, I'm guessing. To whoever did well. I'm guessing. Oh, fuck. We all guessed yep. right. We one. all guessed right. We're all guessed right. And Juliet and yeah. shit. Stuffed animals seem so weird. Yeah. What's it so just, wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like it wouldn't be like a guy who was a Tromeo and Juliet director. <laughs> or an adult. <laughs> Play-Doh seems much more like a guy. <laughs> I couldn't remember if Play-Doh was the Kevin Smith thing or if that was... No, yeah. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith doesn't give do stickers, stickers out. Stickers. Yeah. Stickers yeah. out. Yeah. Jerseys. Do you know why he gives, gives Play-Doh out? Nope. To create, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he also just yeah. he also just loves the smell. You fucked. Yeah. Hey, real quick before you go on the next one, did you hear about Kevin Smith recently? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Heart Massive attack. heart attack. We prayers really, go out, bro. Thoughts and prayers. He's he's at home now. Yeah, he's doing well yeah. now, so that's pretty awesome. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he is cool. He's awesome. Yes. <laughs> it says we're doing prayers. It has a million fucking millions of dollars. Send me some thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Pay for your health insurance. We're struggling out here. Yeah. We broke. Quick plug. We have Brian O'Halloran from Clerks on an episode of Revenge of the Sequel coming up. Yeah, that's true. Sweet. Cool. How many songs were originally considered for the film's playlist? So there's a lot of songs in it. Were there 120, 60, 430, or 22? How many songs? I'm guessing were on the list guess the biggest one to be in the movie. Oh really? Oh, none of you got it right. Whoa. Nice. 120 songs. That was the original playlist. They started clearing some copyrights, and we have what we have now. I love that I was the only one that guessed 400. Oh wow. <laughs> that was, that was like, 430. It's all of them. They just they just decided every to put every song in this movie. <laughs> Everything from that every song in from the world. Yeah. It's like when I used to edit films, and every single scene had to have a different song. Nice. <laughs> Suicide Squad. What does the word Groot mean in the Dutch language? The word Groot, does it mean... Oh, shit. Tree? I don't see pussy on this list. <laughs> yeah. Does it mean tree, wonderful, big, or roots? <laughs> tree, wonderful, big, or roots? Yeah, this I don't... Oh. The word Groot. And guys, number... I, I accidentally picked the wrong one. We I think I might have picked the right one. I know fucking... It was an accident. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. No, we Never all mind. picked the wrong yeah. one. Good. Groot means uh, big in the Dutch language. We what do have an audience in the I Dutch land. So, big shout out. How do you say hello? You guys know, right? I am Groot. Okay. Groot, we're really... I know how to say in German, you say wie geht's, and that means, like, how are you doing? Uh, I don't know how you Dutch people feel about Germans. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about German people taking yeah. over your yeah. fucking land in the 1940s, <laughs> bitch? We're going to have to Google that. <laughs> yeah. What side of the war? Yeah. I'm a horrible person. And there goes our Dutch, there goes our Dutch audience. Yeah. <laughs> you turned it off. Dude, I am destroying you now, John. This is the first Marvel film to gross over $300 million without what? Without Robert Downey Jr., a Stan Lee cameo, an after credit scene, or a scene on Earth? Process of elimination. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's, that's I obvious. tried. Or maybe not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Robert Downey Jr. is not in this movie, even I though they wanted him to be in it. <laughs> I, I had to think about them as like, you win. I was like, I was okay, that like, one's there. Stanley, Stanley was definitely in this fucking yeah, yeah. movie. And then the Earth was. And the, well, I knew the, the Earth mom. was in yeah, there, but yeah, then I was like, after credit scene, there's yeah, there, there, yeah, yeah, Howard the Duck. Boom. Yeah. 
So Robert Downey Jr. wasn't in this movie because he just came out and said, "I don't know if I want to be Iron Man anymore." Well, and there was so they were like, there oh, was "Let's strong, trace him." There were strong rumors like at the time of this movie that he was going to be in there because obviously Iron Man has that space suit or whatever. He actually and does he join the Guardians. Yeah, he joined the Guardians. Movie. I think well, right even around before this time. then he went into space. Sure, like, yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. whole thing in Civil War. Like, yeah, he flew up into space and ended uh, up like, uh, in alternate dimensions. Yeah, the, uh, in Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Avengers. Again, <laughs> I don't know the names of these movies. No, you're good. Jesus so we're here Christ. Now. I'm going to be fucking destroying these constantly. Don't have me on again. <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew is still on top. So who turned down the role of Drax? Was it Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, Jason Statham, Jason Momoa, or The Rock? Who turned down the role of oh, Drax? Oh, I messed up. So I guess I get, one, oh, I have man. no idea who this is right. Yes! Ah, I knew that one, yeah. Jason Momoa. No, it was up... The Rock. You guys are all liars. <laughs> the yeah. Rock. You are a liar too, the guy, you fucking Delphin. Hey, yeah. fuck you, man. I'm just kidding. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this, yeah. this after sham, <laughs> I just leave. <laughs> uh, Jason Momoa, who ends up becoming Aquaman. Which the is Aquaman. Weird. The reason why he didn't want to do this movie is that I don't want to be cast as some just strong big, strong yeah. superhero. He, he didn't yeah. want it, yeah. Instead, Instead I'll be cast as a really yeah. terrible version of Aquaman. Yeah. I'm going to go be in yeah. a worse movie. He's like, I'm from the islands, okay? Yeah. Uh, I haven't like seen that. that movie either. Like, I'm pretty oh, sure that part's I'm not, the that's only... That's I'm not a highlight sure. of that movie. I'm the only... <laughs> what is James Gunn's favorite song of all time? He put it in, the, in this movie. Is it I Want You Back by Jackson 5, Hooked on a Feeling, Blue Suede, Moon Age Dream by David Bowie, or Go All the oh, Way, The Raspberries? Damn it. It's uh, I Want You Back by Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. Movie ended on that note, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Nice. Okay, well, I did not... I actually tried to guess Moon Age Dream... But when I clicked my phone, it you just pushed me to put hook on a feeling. But I was going to get it wrong no matter what. So. <laughs> but I thought Moon Age Dream. Again. But, yeah, I would have been a little less wrong. <laughs> Life doesn't matter. <laughs> Life doesn't wrong. matter. No, wow. Three in a row for a right, nasty. You're back, down. you're back down there. Fuck. Uh-oh. Yeah, if you get like a streak, you get like you get an more points. points. Yeah. That makes sense. But That's this right. is a long yeah, quiz. Yeah, look at the fucking a nasty's on fire. Yeah. 11,000. Nasty is on fire. Yeah. All right. 15. Question 15. What scenes are improvised by Chris Pratt? Which of these scenes? Was it when he drops the orb at the end? When they escape the prison? When they dance? Or uh, when he gives the middle finger? I already know which one this is. I think it's all... Uh, I've seen... Yeah, we all know this yeah. one. Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because you're right. the middle finger part? Yep. Yeah. Um, James Gunn. Like, he actually did it to James Gunn, and they were like, um, like, like I, I, yeah, we don't know if we could do this. And then he's like, no, I like that. I like that you were so surprised that it was an outcome that, you know, you didn't expect. You know, oh, I didn't that's know. That's awesome. So, yeah, do it again. So then well, they ended up cool. going again. <clears throat> and we watched it with the commentary, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That part. <laughs> yeah, you diff. What was the name of the raccoon that was the model for Rocket? There was a real-life uh, raccoon. Uh, uh, was it named Buddy, fun. Oreo, Little Ricky, or Burglar Man, Brad? Man, look, mine's still asking, like, ready? Get ready, set, <laughs> ready, set, go. I know the thing, too. Oh, Oreo. Fuck yeah. yeah, I guess that shit. I think you looked at my screen. my brother's dog. Wow. <laughs> nice. Serendipity. He was really good friends with all the animals on set. So, uh, Andrew, just you, just like, it's or. looking like you may win your very first game, Andrew. Finally. Is, this, is this really? Yeah. Fuck. Maybe. Oh, man. Well, don't fuck it up now, no, Andrew. Now, now Andrew, gonna, don't I'm, fuck it up. I'm going to fail Andrew, right now. don't fuck this up. I'm going to fail. Don't You're, fuck this up, you Andrew. You <laughs> might win the keys to a 2009 Kia Soul. Only 400,000 miles. 2009. <laughs> so, cross your fingers, buddy. You may need an engine. It's just used for parts. <laughs> Uh, just for parts. Just for parts. It does not work. What was the name of the writer of this film? The first female to be credited in an MCU Damn it, movie. John knows this one. 
Is it Nicole Perlman, Diablo Cody, Jane Goldman, or Melissa Rosenberg? I'm not even into the question yet. My I'm just is... going to guess a name. I know, obviously, it's not. I did it! Oh! It's Nicole Perlman. Fuck! Yes. I knew what it happened? was Diablo Cody, obviously. John's phone got stuck. Yeah, it's, it's stuck. Hold Good. On. No. no. Uh, well, that's... Is that's that your life. saving grace, Andrew? Because John's both, phone got stuck? Both of them didn't answer questions. I answered a question. No, no, no. I'm saying like at the beginning. Oh, yeah. At the very beginning, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. Here we go. John, now you'll never catch me. That sucks because I didn't know it was Nicole Prime. I know. Well, so did I, as you you can tell. Yeah. As you can see, I knew it also. uh, If we go off on a small little tangent. I've been looking over both of y'all's shoulders, like trying. But y'all are so fucking fast with pushing the buttons. I can't see anything. So, Nicole Perlman is also writing. Um, Captain Marvel. Pretty insane. Captain Marvel. She's one of the most oh. successful uh, uh, female screenwriters. And who now. is that playing Captain Marvel? Addison. Brie Larson. Bru- oh, yeah. I was going to say Addison Brie, Brie Larson. Not- Dave Franco's Brie girlfriend. Larson. I'm James shaking Franco. my head right now because that just sounds insane to me. Oh, God. oh wow. Yeah. I'm not sure. Set photos? There's actual set photos yeah, from the Captain I have Marvel. I seen them. And- yeah. All right, I here we go. Brie Larson. <laughs> I just see her. Who was meant to die at the end of this film? There's an original draft. Someone dies. Was it Gamora, Rocket Raccoon, The Collector, or Yondu? Who was supposed to die? I don't know this one. Yeah, I think I got this one. I guess. I think I knew this one. You might be making no, this up. I, I did it again. And Yandu. Damn it. I am you on fire. Well, why wouldn't Yandu die at the end of this one? I'm on a seven-answer streak. That's, That's true, yeah. Huh? Seven-answer seven streak. Andrew's won seven oh, in a row. Me stupid. I was like, you got it wrong, too. I know. Seven We're in a row, stupid. baby. God damn it. I thought the collector, because I think I remember that fucking... John, you pick Gamora? Other yeah, thing where Collector died at one point. So Andrew is now... Sure this, there was like an alternate ending. This might yeah. be the highest score you've ever had on there, actually. Maybe. To be honest. That's what I was no, saying. I was go, like, yeah, no, was go fuck yourself, Andrew. No, but, you don't no, have I to think fuck it's yourself. I, I think You're it's like 20 questions. Yeah, yeah. I think we had yeah, like yeah. 16 so, or 17 for sure. questions before. Andrew's piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. Andrew is now looking... He's looking for the record I think I hit a million. Yeah. He's, no. You're for sure getting that That's Kia Soul. I'm just not going to answer That's for the next... 16,000 points. Yeah. That's nowhere near a million. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I think I hit a million. Uh, this film was number three domestically in the USA. Which film was either number one or number two? <laughs> number one. <laughs> you just have to pick number one or number two. Is it American Sniper, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay, Part One, Captain America, Winter Soldier, or The Lego Movie? I don't movie? know this one. Fuck. I'm going with The Lego Movie. Yeah, exactly. Domestically. No, man. You're all idiots. Number one. (laughs) American Sniper is by far one of the worst movies ever made. Number one movie in 2014, American Sniper. Worst movie, one of the worst movies ever made. Number two was Hunger Games Mockingjay. A little bit better. And then it was Guardians, followed by... Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and then the Lego movie. What the Lego movie should have been... I, I agree. Yeah. And that blows my mind because it's a kid movie also. So yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't that gross Whoa, more than Yeah, exactly. Ones, yeah. That's crazy. Oscars, yeah. Like, as a kid's movie? Well, even then, like, you know, kid's movies, like, they take a lot of bank. Like, yeah. You oh, yeah. To, you don't well, like to fight against them. Lego movie. Because the Lego movie is not technically CGI. They right. actually yeah. did, like, the a mix of CGI and stop motion. So, like, how expensive was that fucking movie? For real. And they made all their money back. On yeah, top of that. For sure. But yeah, you guys are forgetting kids don't have money, but Patriots, Americans. A bunch of fake babies. They have money. <laughs> yeah, fake babies. Fake babies have all the money. Here we go. Last all right, question. here we go. <laughs> Fucks. <laughs> Last question. There is a possibility that. Uh, no, there's no possibility. I am not going to answer. There's no possibility. For this one. Andrew, don't be a bad sport. I'm not going to answer. I might, I might beat John, but Andrew's winning. Hey, I'm going to go. not Last answer question. so that we're all on even playing field. Which actors were also considered for roles in the film? Hugh Laurie, Alan Rickman, Ken Watanabe, or Alyssa Milano? 
Well, who, 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 which of these? I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm going to say someone that was might have been dead when this movie was made. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, I think like wait, Alan Rickman. Oh, and you're not answering. I'm not answering so that yeah, we even we even even the playing field. All of us field. missed one. Oh fucking oh, we shit! You guys still didn't wrong. get it, right. and we both we all got the same amount of penalties because we no all got it. No matter what, there were three right answers: Hugh Laurie, <laughs> Hugh Laurie, Alan Rickman, and Ken Watanabe were considered. No, no. It Wait, was just right? Hugh Laurie oh, and, and Ken, Ken Watanabe. Watanabe. Yeah. Yeah. Watanabe. Wait, where were they supposed Watanabe. to be? What was Ken Watanabe supposed to be? I don't know. Who is Ken Watanabe? He's um from Inception. Inception, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And a ton and of other things. Go- Godzilla? Like Godzilla. The Collector yeah, you're right. yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 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 I and could Hugh Laurie being... is probably the same, the same person. I bet yeah. they were considered for the exact same person. All these people were considered for the exact same fucking person. No, Hugh Laurie was... Except Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano is the Collector. Clearly the fucking wrong... The name of the ship. Yeah. Random shit, yeah. Hugh Laurie was going to play house. Rocket. <laughs> he was gonna play. Ha- yeah. He was gonna diagnose what their problem was. The dr- with his drug problem. Oh, so Andrew won. I guess. Andrew, you won, Andrew buddy. Won. I did it. Nine what? out of twenty. <laughs> he got fifteen yeah. out of twenty questions right. D. Rad, oh, you're man, you're you're, you're batting under five hundred. <laughs> I got a forty percent at, at most. John, you'll have to give Andrew the ceremonial hat that you take every week. Why does it say dunce? Huh? What? Uh, we'll see you guys at the end of this break. <laughs> Don't forget, this was sponsored by the 2009 Kia Soul, 400,000 miles, still on Craigslist. You text me if you want it, but you've got to take it to yourself. I don't have any means of getting it off a lot. 210-555. Yeah. Uh, And it says Orbest Offer, but the price is pretty firm. Yeah, it's pretty firm. All right, guys. We'll see you at the other end of this break. It's taste is on my mind. Andrew, how'd you, how'd you like that drive around the block? Yeah, the winter circle is what they call it, I How believe. was that, man? Uh, uh, it was all right. I had to push cool. the car. Yeah, well, didn't <laughs> he did say, say it, it was just like, yeah, yeah exactly. 400,000 miles, Andrew. That wasn't a good deal. Yeah. If you won, the, you would really lose. Yeah, yeah I like tried to lose at the end like, so yeah. that I would not take the car. I feel like the last time we did this, there was also a car that was yeah, like, I, sponsored. What, what car was it this time? It was, wasn't it a Toyota know. last time? Maybe Maybe it was a Nissan like, or yeah, a Honda. We're sponsored like by a bunch of car companies. Because we know if you're listening, you're driving. Statistically, people who listen drive. Statistically, people drop the podcast right after that shit. Yeah, <laughs> so now, statistically, listeners love the trivia game so much that you stop listening, listening after. But fuck it. We still have an after. And this is the danger zone. <laughs> Let's keep talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, what? 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 <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Am I right? And it's so crazy because I feel like we've been talking about it for a long time and we barely even scratched the surface yeah. of what... This movie probably is, actually yeah, is. Like, yeah, we didn't actually go sure. into like plot details or anything like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Um, well, that that kind of speaks for itself, but plot yeah. basically. I mean, it's kind right. of like a ragtag group yeah, of people who the, become a family. Yeah. Boom, family, Vin yeah. Diesel. Boom. Wow. Some parts um, aren't totally well developed. I mean, Ronan, as cool as he is, is kind of like a very two-dimensional villain. Yeah. I mean, he looks really cool and he he's actually sort of really religious, cool. right? In yeah, he's kind of like a fanatic. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's kind of yeah. like a... Um, a demagogue. A terrorist. Terrorist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of buzzwords. Like... We're using a lot of buzzwords right now. A charlatan. Your what? turn. God damn. <laughs> a 
pot. <laughs> a pot. Damn it. You had a good stretch there, guys. Yeah. We were very intellectual for a good couple of minutes there. If I can just nerd out for a bit, though, Ronan the Accuser is actually a really cool villain in the Marvel yeah, universe. Um, it sucks that Marvel just has to kill off, off. Yeah, he kill is, off all their villains. Off, yeah, which is kind of, yeah, because like, he's a real big Avengers villain. Um, I've seen him in like multiple comics and in cartoons in yeah. the Avengers fight. Um, yeah, like that little hammer thing that he has is like almost as strong as Thor's universal hammer. weapon. Yeah, the universal weapon. It's as strong as Thor's hammer in the comics and stuff. And this one is kind of broken by a, well, and by I, a little I missile. Like, yeah, I never knew that by a little missile. Yeah, because yeah. I just knew it from the movie. From the movie, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, that character that's is like, ridiculous. He's, he's big. Like that motherfucker. Like he's an actual Avengers villain, right? And he's like really related because he's Kree, so he's related to Captain Marvel. Mm. But um, yeah, in this movie kind of. Doesn't make him look like a bitch because he obviously like he um, overpowers Drax like it's yeah, nothing. He, he makes Drax, Drax look like a bitch. He He's fights powerful. the Alexis Denisov or he kills uh, his character. Yeah, the yeah. other, the other. Yeah, he snaps his neck. Or oh, something. and I like how James Gunn in the commentary pointed out that like the other pushed around Loki, and Ronan killed the other like it was nothing. You know, broke him, snapped him like a twig. Yeah. But the, his character is kind of. I mean, I. But they've been historically they've like just thrown. Like really in insanely like big characters just through the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. like that's, start, they've done that just as a that's a, they, yeah, they that's, that's a Marvel trope. Yeah, yeah. They that's have a Marvel quite a trope. Few. Yeah, where they kind that's, of it kind of sucks because that's I think this movie is kind of more apparent than any of the other ones because like you know the, yeah. the story is so strong up until that point. Well, and you have so many like, characters that you weird. have to get through too. You know, so it's not just the one protagonist and the love interest or whatever. You know, the supporting. I think it's but, probably the most difficult thing after a tenth movie. Is making a villain that doesn't seem like you've seen it before. Yeah, because well, the I'm, heroes are are obviously going to be people we're going to root for no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's still a, a comic book movie, but to choose a villain that um, people will root against but still understand is is pretty difficult. Especially if I mean by this time we've seen so many of them come and go just at like we're uh, at a brothel. I guess so. Yeah, I mean if you're, you're... <laughs> right. <laughs> but like totally i mean i totally see what you're coming from though because like even the movie before this which was um well, actually the movie before this we haven't technically recorded yet but yeah right, the movie before that boom was um yeah the more complicated it can be the more nuanced the better yeah and i think uh i mean we're, we're obviously not gonna talk about black panther for a long long time but yeah and that, uh, or yeah, even like winter soldiers stuff that, which is yeah like that's pretty crazy the villains are are so insanely complicated in those movies and it's better for it because you're like, I don't know if they're good or bad or what. Mm. And for this one, you're right. It is a little bit. But I, I feel like a ton of the focus of the movie is mostly on the team because in a way they're each other's villains too. They're always right. stopping each other or not working together. It's well, you insane. Got like, you got like a secondary villain who has a little bit more development though. You have Nebula, Nebula. who's played by Karen Gillian, mm. who has a little bit more of an arc than Ronan does, which right. is kind of weird. Because, like, you know... She's because she's Thanos' daughter, and she plays a big part in the... Uh, and also because it's Karen Gillian. I mean, Infinity. also the character, yeah, name itself. War. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It just, it, it's a little baffling to me that they would kind of not develop... Ro- Ronan just goes from, like, a dude who wants to destroy something to a dude who's going to destroy something. Like, that's ba- basically his yeah. arc. And it sucks, because Lee Pace does a good job with yeah, the, yeah, with the role. Yeah, he really well. Like, yeah. He's kind of scary, like, the way the performance is. Like, he's kind of, like... It's kind of alieny in the beginning with that tar and all that. Yeah, he's actually, he's actually some, bathing some, in blood. Yeah. He's actually bathing in Zandarian blood. Right, because that's, that's basically it. Like it's a communion. His yeah. culture, like, his father, and it, the, the father of the father, and the father of the father, you know, they all died in this uh, war between the Kree and the Zandarians. So they've been at war for a long time, and meanwhile, Nova Prime, Glenn Close, comes in and signs a peace treaty, and he's like, what? Like, my, my father's died, you know, my father's, my grandfather's died in this war. Yeah. 
and now it's nothing. So he ultimately becomes kind of uh, terroristic. Well, as much as we didn't like Thor, not, not that we didn't like, <laughs> terrific, but terroristic. just as much as we thought that Thor The Dark World was so different and kind of slow and maybe at the bottom end of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. it did so much to expose the just the general audience to... Uh, what Guardians is, which is an entire movie that mostly takes place outside of of Earth, and it's right. so different yeah. from all the Marvel stuff. But it's a uh, it's this foray into the galaxy. Yeah. One of the things, like so, like talking about anime, like yeah. I said, like it reminds me of the anime so much. <clears throat> it reminded me of the anime Outlaw Star mm. a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I don't know if you, anyone uh, remember that that anime or whatever, but it's like about people just traveling the stars, going through, going to like colonies and like hitting up these like little like made up colonies, and that's what this movie really reminded me of. Was there, they just like flew to like one place and another place, and so, I mean you got to understand the the. Um, the context and like the culture of each one of these places that yeah. they went to, and it was like so much more world building than was necessary almost in a movie like this. Right. But yeah. they did so much of it, and then on top of that, they in- introduced all these characters. So it was like that's why, in my opinion, it's almost one of the yeah, best like some films. of them have right, they yeah. were able to do all they have that to fall off shit. by the way. Yeah, side. and they they even have like the burden of like, oh, you've got is- Thanos, which is the big bad of like all of these movies, and you have to introduce another Infinity Stone, and uh, the Collector even ex- explains all the Infinity Stones. Hey, there's a big yeah. exposition yeah. part. Like, so uh, yeah, this is the first movie we ever heard what the, inf- the those stones Infinity are. Yeah. Stones, right? And the exposition for that I- exactly. And so, why you need them? Yeah, yeah, and do, that, yeah. That's why it's so crazy because, like, obviously, it starts with the Infinity Stone, where like you know, Yandu wants it, so Qu- Quill to yeah. Infinity to Infinity and Beyond, baby. A pod- an Avengers podcast available <laughs> now on Spotify. <sighs> Spot your five, bitch. Yeah, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, That's so the tagline to this episode. Basically, it, it all revolves around getting the you know the uh, the power stone. I think that's the one. It's it's uh, yeah, the purple one. one. Yeah. So they they take the power stone and they kind of build the team as they go with the stone, and they they have every reason to do wrong in this situation, but they all kind of pull together at the end. And I will know. say that sounds very Harry Potter to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like. We gotta get the power stone. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get the horcrux. We gotta get the fucking one of the deathly hollows. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it seems. Deathly like. swallows. I think it's just like that. This most MacGuffin based movies are kind of like that. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's just the things around it that makes it sure. different than other stuff. Yeah. But you saying that right now just that just like so this is one of the first real MacGuffin based Marvel films. Um, I think what? this is like the third MacGuffin-based Marvel film. Mm-hmm. Well, like Tesseract. Right? So, yeah, the Tesseract. The Tesseract okay. And then the Thor the Dark World had uh, the, the Ether. Thor's the dad's ether. love yeah. was okay. a physical really MacGuffin. The love but of it's a another, father. Like any, any of the movies with any an of the Infinity Stone, with an Infinity Stone are like are MacGuffin. Based. Is more not a MacGuffin just because there's that that moment at the beginning where it literally creates like destruction. Yeah, like it's not it, it has a direct you know uh, effect on the people in the movie versus what a MacGuffin really is, where like no one fucking cares about it. Yeah, right. Like, it doesn't really yeah. it doesn't ca- like, like like it doesn't actually affect really the people in the movie that much. Mm-hmm. This is one of the first movies. Like this is almost feels like Casablanca. Now that you say that, where just people are just like running after something that like who like we as the audience don't give a shit about this, right? Until the very end, right? Well, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That makes. I mean, that's pretty cool. I feel like at this point you have to kind of get this kind of storyline out of the way because um, yeah. of the, the the whole fact that they're building towards this infinity 
gauntlet sword. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the it, fact that there's a, a couple of like there's a limited number of stones. They're like, all right, we have to plant these in each franchise or something. You know. Right. Well, think about how insane this is uh, because of those Infinity Stores and, and the MacGuffins mm. that they're building a plot. Ten years and however, whenever the first one came from, so from Iron Man, this is a, there's an over arc that, that so starts many there MacGuffins. and goes so much yeah. MacGuffins. I mean, it's true. It's yeah, so many like, MacGuffins. and there's a lot of MacMuffins everywhere. MacMuffins, it's you from McMuffins. But there's so much driving it, and it's it's something that uh, if we're talking about Harry Potter, if that's a a franchise similar. To this movie, the the, the Horcruxes only come in the last two, yeah. and then you're like, oh well, the, the first ones, you know, were good. They learned something, but these last two, this is where they're collecting. The search, yeah, yeah, and that's when they end. And then Marvel movies, that's when they begin. Yeah, they started a whole while ago. That's like when real, like that's when actually, like we as yeah. like comic book, you know, people sure. that like right. this shit. That's when it begins. Yeah. yeah. It's like after they've introduced this bullshit. Well, and and we're like, we're done with that stupid bullshit. Yeah. It's an insane, yeah. like, leading yeah. crescendo to Well, and it, it, it helps that, yeah. that, like, it's not there for nothing, you know? Like, like eventually, obviously, Thanos is going to, you know, get the yeah. glove and all that good stuff. Well, so. I think it's something that's replicated all the time now. I yeah, mean, if, right. If, if a movie now thinks that there could be a future, in the origin movie, they'll try to be plant, like, Yeah, oh, plant those seeds, oh, guys, yeah. Oh. Check yeah. out this box that I'm putting in this scene of this movie that's going to gross way less than we oh, paid man. for it. That nice. annoys the shit out of me, though. Yeah. When, <laughs> sure. do, when people do that, like, you like, wait people do that. until the TM, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have yeah, yeah, some that's, insane. What is that, that, that's fucking um, season My, two of Stranger Things. Yeah. Boom. Where they're just like, let's put some random shit in that's yeah. clearly going to be like right. a spinoff yeah. or uh, something. Yeah. I, That's obviously the everyone worst knows what episode, episode ever that is. <laughs> my microphone real hard. <laughs> it's like that was the just... worst episode of that show ever. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe the worst <laughs> I episode. Hated Stranger Things season two. Season two. I liked. I liked a lot of it. I hated that fucking episode. <laughs> that one episode. episode. Everyone knows what episode I'm talking. Yeah. about. Yeah, I haven't seen the <laughs> shitty one. You the should. Shitty. One. I, I saw. I haven't seen the second season because I knew it wasn't going to be the, as good as the first. So. Just skip that episode. <laughs> a friend of mine recently was like, "Yeah, I started watching Stranger Things." I finished the first DVD. I was like, what? wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> what? Let me tell <laughs> like, you what, about you, what, you not have Netflix? <laughs> Thanks, TV. keep happening to this, me. Like, is it, I now understand why it's taking you so long. It's on out. DVD? <laughs> that's, that's impressive. It's also, yeah. Season two is already on DVD, man. I it's also it on, on VHS. It's an yeah. insane yeah. thing that Netflix is, it really? is doing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Wow. Well, they did a cool thing where like Target has... It's like a VHS box, it's but like VHS for your Blu-ray. Yeah. You open up the VHS box, and then you open it like a clamshell. Yeah. See, that would be the only reason I'd want it. Fucking amazing looking. For no, nos- it's nostalgia. like one of the coolest looking DVD boxes nice. I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Yeah, because it looks all aged and stuff. And it looks pretty cool. Yeah, like yeah. like you would grab it at a video store. Nice. That's basically. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be worth nothing. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. But they make a billion of everything now that's not limited <laughs> time only. Well, so, so, so speaking of nostalgia bringing it back this is a great segue just so you guys know guard your loins okay it's a great fucking segue guys this yeah, right now guard your loins uh we, we talk about all this world building and all that stuff that's happening oh, outside I'm coming oh i didn't guard my loins but it kind of adds a little bit more to just how not pandering it is to have good music from earth because that's the only thing keeping this movie Right, grounded is Chris right. Pratt, yeah, yeah. No, and totally then the soundtrack. Right. You're and it's totally not, right. It's not just some random fun thing that they did because it would be nice in a commercial, no, but it actually they, had some purpose. And that's why they started it at Earth, like yeah. on Earth, 
mm-hmm. with that soundtrack, and then they brought it to the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you had like at like a fucking idiot who was watching this movie, not like us, because we're fucking geniuses. <laughs> but, yeah, like a fucking moron that was watching this movie would have that, you know, uh, they would, they would it's apply nice. that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I listen to that song. Yeah. But that's also why the second movie blew. <laughs> yeah, blew it, yeah. fucking uh, soundtrack thing. Yeah. It was God overkilled. Damn. That was my... I, I, y'all are gonna do the the, 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 second, the second movie. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Kurt, Kurt Russell's Kurt Russell's my... gonna be on the pod. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> oh, so you could tell him to his face if you want. To. <laughs> yeah. It was just that that one moment where what was it? They played sabotage, and I think it was like Rocket Raccoon or someone was like, "Oh, what is this classical music?" That I was just at. I'm like, I'm done. You know what's gonna happen? <laughs> film in the in, that, that was like Star a, Trek. That was Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek Beyond. Me and Chad were looking at that movie. <laughs> yeah, nice. Star Trek Beyond, which you can't really was, tell. It's it's probably actually yeah. a, actually <laughs> Star Trek Beyond. If we're if we're going on to, <laughs> into a tangent there, oh boy, um, that is very heavily influenced off of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. It came definitely. out post Guardians. So it feels so like, like a Guardians movie. At one Simon Pegg, baby. Yeah. Well, so um, uh, you know what I think is gonna happen? Infinity Wars. When Iron Man meets Guardians, I think they're going to play Iron Man or something. That's what I'm Something I'm, I'm really kind of on that the would nose. Be crazy. I'm a little scared of that because, like, I, I get that, like, the, one of the defining tropes of this Guardians franchise now is having pop songs associated with them. But I don't want that to happen, like, in Infinity yeah. War. Like, just, oh, like, it's going to happen. Hooked on a feeling coming on when, like, this ship yeah, is yeah, running out of nowhere. Like, I already yeah. saw it. weird. Like, I saw this happening. They play the awesome mix really... while they're fighting Thanos. Yeah. yeah, and see, like, you know, and then you add a soundtrack to that scene. It's just like, wait, what? Like, well, dance talk, off Thanos. Let's talk cameo. We do this all the time, every week. Uh, there's a Stan Lee cameo. Do you guys remember it? Do yes. You know what it um, the first introduction of Rocket and Groot. Um, Rocket's looking for a bounty with uh, his little, like, you know, spectacles or, you know, some sort of high-tech gear. There's an old man. <laughs> yeah, and he looks and he's like, monocle. oh, yeah. And basically, you know, Stan Lee's hitting on a alien. Boom. So, you know, th- that's not the original. Uh, do, do you guys, have you guys heard of the original Stanley cameo? Yeah, I wonder if it's filmed already. The Watcher? No, he was going to be as, um, like, the actual oh, Stanley was going to be yeah. in the collectors. Oh, like, nice. oh the collectors. That, that yeah. he also awesome. flicks But he was off. supposed to be flicking it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, flicking off the camera. And Disney wasn't down for two flicks. They mm-hmm. weren't. Yeah. If it's two flicks, you're playing with it. Yeah. yeah. You One can flick? Have <laughs> Howard the Duck. Yeah. Can't have Stanley looking <laughs> off the camera. Well, let's talk about that. Howard the Duck has a cameo in the after credits. Green. Howard the Duck, first Marvel film ever made. Yep. Yeah. Steven Boom. Spielberg's movie. Yeah. Seth wow. Green. But also, uh, there's a Lloyd Kaufman cameo. I think you already talked about him in the in the prison sequence. The kill. Lloyd Kaufman, the founder of Troma. Troma's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. How many more cameos? I know Mickey Mouse is in there. Uh, Nathan, Nathan Fillion's Nathan in there. Nathan also. Fillion's a. Uh, yeah, he plays a. Voice. Check out yeah. the new meat. Yeah, yeah he plays a, an alien at the beginning. Um, there's another. I think John C. Riley's an actual cast member. I don't right. know if yeah. a cameo, yeah, he's but definitely like, more of a. Day. But he's, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool because you don't mm. normally see. Like, the thing about James Gunn is he grabs actors that you wouldn't normally see in these roles and he kind of, like, you know, yeah. that's someone that you wouldn't really. Well, that was really As cool. a galactic so, space police. Everyone looks is, weird in this movie. It's just kind of weird, like, pretty. Fun. So I might, I might, I'll also be like, I don't know. I'm gonna, uh, what's it called? Plug another podcast. Not Boy. my own. Podcast. Here we go. Here Jesus we go. Jesus Christ. Another podcast altogether. You guys should listen to How Did This Get Made? Or not, How Did This Get Made? Fuck. That's not the wrong one. <laughs> that, like, that is a good podcast. I like with Paul Shear. I was there too with um, fucking Matt 
uh, McConnell. I can't remember. I've heard of this one. But he did one with Steve Agee about Guardians 2. Mm -hmm. And they talked about a lot of those things about like how they came up with the ideas of people and how like there was like there was like an idea of what the Ravagers might be or the idea of what these people might be. And then like more of like how on the set it became a thing. Yeah. So like listen to the episode of how how I or I was there too with Steve Agee because that really like puts you into the mindset of like what it was like to be there when you're filming when at you're least filming Guardians like, Two. Yeah. Because he was there filming filming Guardians Two. Right. So and yeah, that was pretty yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was really cool. Like he talked about just like being on set. Like he was only there for like what like three days, or whatever. Like you, mm-hmm. you guys have seen Guardians too. Yeah. Steve Agee is what like 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 he has like five lines. Yeah. He's the yeah. guy who has a beard and then gets. Yeah. Last he, he's right the one that's yeah. like, can I can I crush this little yeah. plant Groot? Whatever. Yeah. Just awful. Yeah. Just an awful yeah, he's guy. He's a horrible character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just awful. A quarter is twenty five. Yeah. Don't, exactly. We, got, we can't buy boots with twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But that's a great episode. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. pretty interesting. Like, like the Ravagers basically in this movie, he's like, "Yep, those are all my good friends." I just decided to just put yeah. Them he there. does say that, yeah. And, and then, he he basically picks actors that he cares about. He yeah, says, Michael I mean, Rooker, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even people like Nathan. I just Chilean love the, the and, aesthetic though, because like all of these are not like, I mean, I don't want to. They're not like really good looking people, so they look alien enough like to be on screen. Jesus like that. It's kind of crazy. Wow. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to say it like that, but it's just like... They're real uggos. I guess that's what I meant, what, what I meant to go into. was like, he talked about that, basically, like, how he casted those random yeah. fucking uggos and stuff. Yeah. And, like, the weirdos. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. like, how, like, why they are so cool. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, adds, it adds to the coolness and the weirdness well, of the movie. Like, he it's even just, stays, like, they look pretty cool. Like, he himself is obviously a comic book fan, so he, he even makes them characters from the comic yeah, he'll, book. He'll so, he, so, like, names, he plants yeah. Easter eggs, obviously, so that way you you can have other, you know, the other fans can play with it, you know, or whatever. Remember, two flicks. Yeah, two flicks. <laughs> and then you're playing with it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, um, uh, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, let's talk about how this movie plays into the overall arc of the other Avengers movies. We talk about this with the other ones because they directly affect the next Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. This one, oddly, Very self-contained really... besides Thanos. Yeah, other than Thanos, yeah. doesn't need to rely fact, on anything. Yeah. In fact, I think the Thanos part, like now in retrospect, like being watching it, you know, a couple of years from it, I think whenever we first saw Thanos, it was kind of cool to actually see him and then actually have him talk. Um, he's kind of a little jarring to the whole thing now. It's kind of because you can totally tell that that's the thing that it was that Marvel told him to put in, right? right? You know, just like hey, like we need to d- set this up in a. We couple just casted Josh Brolin. Yeah, exactly. Like we we need to set this up in a few years, so please put this in. So, um, but other than that, I think that, I mean, that kind of answers your question. Like, it's the Thanos that, and the Infinity Stone aspect of this plot that kind right. of overarched, you know, the entire, the entire MCU. Yeah, it shows the Tesseract and Benicio Del Toro Yeah, they do. Yeah, they show, and, you know, it they shows, shows the ether. And- if anything, it gives a lot of context to what is the threat. Because we've seen Earth in trouble, like, every Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. But to have, I guess, the entire existence of everything... Well, yeah. I think uh, James Gunn also said something that like is really cool, and I, I've kind of adapted it to my storytelling aspect. If I'm ever telling like storylines, like like big storylines, it's mm-hmm. like you know he likes the aspect of mortals playing in the realm of gods, and that's kind of like what the whole story is about, basically. And that, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. you know, if you just have like I don't know some sort of weird Lovecraftian cosmic force affecting a very personal storyline, that's just like that's pretty awesome. You get like great movies like. 
I don't know, like The World's End by yeah. Edgar Wright, which is right. like, you know, almost around the same thing. It's just mm-hmm. something extraordinary happening to some, you know, to very small people. So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Speaking mm-hmm. of very small people, uh, midgets. <laughs> so let's wrap this up. What are your final thoughts? I'll let whoever you want to start. Start. Andrew, you can start. What are your final thoughts on me? Guardians of the Damn. Galaxy? Put me on the spot. Volume one. Um, you know, um, so rewatching it, um, it was still really cool because I think that this one is so much better than the second movie. And the second movie lingered as the last thing I saw of the Guardians. That's why it's so refreshing. I, I can't wait to see the Russo brothers take over the guardians in infinity war because it's going to be so different obviously james gunn might be a consultant on some uh, what of the process but yeah, the credits of that movie are going to be three days yeah long, probably and um it, it yeah for sure but um it's interesting to see that they'll be portraying the they'll be kind of like thor's supporting characters because they're, they're they're on their way to make his new weapon or whatever yeah but um in this movie it was it was refreshing again because it still stands the test of time even with all you know i've seen black panther i've seen thor ragnarok i've seen all those movies and to me they wouldn't be possible without guardians because even black panther gets into some weird stuff so where does this rank you think this one number towards one? the top no not not um, i'm not sure damn uh, you put me on the spot number one with the bullet um, number two with a knife this one i think i still like better than black panther Ooh, okay. And Black Panther was good. Yeah, like, it was really Black good. Panther was really good. Yeah. Hmm. And I still I I'm I'm not sure. I think these these two kind of fight and I mean I I have Iron Man up there up at the top and yeah. the Avengers obviously cuz oh, the gee. Avengers, you know, set the standard for, you know, years to come. Now by but, the end of this, you guys will probably have to rank them all. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, and th- that's that's awesome because I mean, be it, easy, obviously though. Infinity War is going to be like the next Star Wars where everyone's going to like line up to get their tickets, you know, months in advance i got a guy in a tent right now yeah yeah exactly outside of uh, dollar movies because i'm not gonna pay full price oh man (laughs) i'm gonna wait for infinity wars to go to the dollar movies (laughs) yeah so i meant the anticipation for this next movie is like crazy and to me it would infinity war would be so much weirder without guardians guardians yeah you know having to explain all this for the dark world a little bit yeah 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 uh, Thor: The Dark World was actually a little bit better than I thought, but remember, I, we we shat we shat on it like the entire time. Oh yeah, uh, going through all of these Literally, other podcasts, but we pooped um, on some DVDs. But yeah, I mean, compared to Guardian, Guardians, it's nothing. Yeah, Guardians is great. Yeah, for Good sure. Times. David, yeah, I would. I mean, I would probably like just uh, echo a lot of things you said. Mm. Like, it's one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite film. Yeah. I haven't seen for sure. a lot of the other movies. Mm. and uh, You don't well, have to. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> to me, they don't get better than this one. Yeah, so, I would just feel you know? like, I mean, yeah, like literally, like this movie is just so fun. This movie's just so like, and at the, the time that it needed to come out, it was just so perfect. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it just, it harkened back to like the trauma. It harkened back to all those other like 80s things. adventures movie, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it was just like uh, yeah, like yeah, like, like all those eighties mm-hmm. adventures films. It really just made me feel super happy when I was watching this movie. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. At the, at, yeah, that, that's basically all that's good about this movie to me. It just makes me feel happy. Well, and to me, it was like a really, really big win for like the the indie filmmaker or whatever because i mean people are like oh we need we need this this accredited writer to to go in and write this movie or you know no no we don't want that guy to direct this movie like don't do that but here's this this almost you know nobody almost uh, obviously he had worked on on movies before that you know and he does Mm -hmm. yeah 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 sure and um yeah now now that's kind of failing because now dc or something like they'll bring in like a 
Or sometimes they'll bring in, like, you know, the studio sees a independent filmmaker that's making a good movie and they sign him to, like, their next big franchise. Right. And sometimes it sucks. Yeah, yeah, sure. And so, but, like, this is one of the, I guess what you're saying is, like, this is one of those things where it turned out really well. Really, really well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, I I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. I feel like um, all of the, what David said earlier is that all the Marvel movies kind of feel the same. And I've been saying that through this podcast, like, kind of. After a while, they kind of get even like down to the cinematography. You get almost like identical to each other. Yeah. Um, this is one of the few, of, one of the few of the bunch. You know, this and you know, obviously like Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther. Literal standouts. Are, yeah, they're literal. Like you know, they're these have a style on its own, which most of the movies don't have a style. Mm-hmm. And these this this movie has a, a crazy style, like a crazy you know, the cinematography is even like kind of weird and wild. Each time I watch this movie, it's just really odd. Like the thing that gets me is that um, what I'm trying to say specifically is like. Uh, any other movie would be kind of jarring, like yeah. seeing a shot edited that way. But the scene where Rocket is on Groot, yeah, and they, shooting the, the yeah, the camera like turns around him first, like it's a three sixty, and then it cuts to something like a POV, yeah, and then it cuts back. You're just like, man, you've never really seen that before, yeah. And there's nothing there too. It's all it's like a yeah, digital exactly. shot, yeah. You know? And so like you, the fact that someone shot that just going around a dude with like a helmet, like <laughs> a Groot helmet, right, like, over like you know just in a blue suit, mm-hmm. it's insane to me. So like um, this movie's really great for that for just having it an an identity on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can watch this without watching most of these other Marvel movies, even like at this point, because at this point you're getting into phase two, which is like, you know, the halfway point before we get to the end of phase three. Um, you can't really watch like Winter Soldier or The Dark World without watching, or Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, any, without watching all the other ones. Yeah, and so like this one you can just kind of pop in and then anybody can really like it. So yeah. that's why that's why this movie kind of rocks. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely agree with you guys. I, I think it is my probably my A1 number one yeah. sauce yeah. Marvel movie. I think because if it, when the comedy is in force, when the acting is really good, when the whole movie from the soundtrack to the colors to the lines when everything makes sense. Just the dance off is coming. Yeah, and then you see like a really great uh, uh like a stamp of approval from from James Gunn, the guy who makes it. It's it's a good sign. And I think what's really great is is Marvel actually let him do what he wanted to, partially probably because there were no known yeah, big superheroes in this movie, so they figure we're not going to sell dolls, just, you know, make a movie. Um, I, I saw that he s- submitted a script to Joss Whedon to read, and Joss Whedon said, "You, this isn't a James Gunn movie. You, you're, you made yeah. like a Marvel movie. Yeah, re- re- here, redo make it, it right. make it a James Gunn thing." And I think oh, yeah. that's really great. It's and it's it's really exciting to see. But uh, yeah, yeah, it couldn't to me. It couldn't have happened to a better group of people that genuinely again respect the filmmaking process and you know yeah. they, they give so much like james gunn's like when we're shooting a movie like it's almost no rest like yeah you get a thousand questions and there's so many people who are like oh go ask my my ad or whatever or go ask the yeah. second unit you know or whatever when james gunn's so knee deep in every single process that goes about making a movie that he does and it really reflects and it goes back the to movies. the times he probably slept on the floor on the set of a, a trauma, of a trauma movie yeah yeah exactly where like everyone, he, everyone's sharing a sandwich and oh, baking yeah. each other off for yeah. Warmth. yeah yeah i paint a good picture yeah. of yeah. what filmmaking is for for trauma yankers Ugh. um but yeah let's talk about uh the after credit scene but go. before that some 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 really breaking news of this movie right groot actually dies yeah in this film yeah <laughs> uh, groot <laughs> yeah. so at the end of this movie groot um hovers around everyone protects them and then we see a little baby groot and yeah. i like probably a lot of people thought well, this is, you know, oh, cool. They Groot's growing back, but it was just confirmed recently that 
It's the son it's of not, Groot. Yeah, it's Groot's son. Groot well, actually dies. Son of Groot. And it makes sense, too, because obviously the Groot we know um, went through experiences, went through... No matter what. Yeah, right, it's not going to be the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got certain knowledge based on his certain experiences that he's been through. So a fresh baby, you know, that doesn't know how to talk or doesn't know how to, you know, loaf, no left from right is obviously going to be a different entity. Baby Groot. Right, but... Uh, the cutest thing to hit. Disney yeah. in the wild. Yeah, for sure. And now, I mean, we got the, you all saw the, the even smaller Groot, the, the smaller Groot in Guardians 2, probably. Yeah. And, you know, now we got Teenage Groot in Infinity War. Yeah. So I, I can't, you know, that Groot dancing in that, then that drag scene. Yeah, I've seen a million times. It's a GIF, it's toys, and it's such a small, tiny yeah. part of the whole movie. But it's just, it brings a lot of joy to people. For sure, and um, that was actually James Gunn dancing as well. What? Uh, mo yeah, yeah. that's his uh, mo that, Those are his, cool. his sweet dance moves, patented. patented. Oh, he may have gotten locked in the restroom. But, um, yeah. I hope not, because we need him to close out this podcast. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the after credit scene. So what... <laughs> What what happened in the after credit scene? What did what did you like? Obviously, Howard the Duck is in it. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And yeah, played by Seth Green too is is very very cool. Another one of James Gunn's friends. Yeah. But um, I think it was, a, and it just shows that James Gunn respects respects the material. Where he's like, hey, we started with this, yeah. and you know, there's no better place to put him. Obviously, he's a freaking duck yeah so you can't put him in a captain america movie and be like what, oh sweet what's the other after credit scene there's, the other there's after, another one it's the the it? dancing right the dancing group i guess so yeah i guess it is it yeah and i think that that's really because i meant there, there was and that's one of the things too it's like oh the after credit scenes have are, are so used to being some um, sort of tie in. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly like we need to tie it into the to the main thing or something so just to see them actually have fun with it and still kind of put easter eggs in there to make yeah. all the marvel fans well, happy really reinvigorated i think uh the marvel franchise because right before this we talked about iron man 3 and thor the dark world right which were insane hangovers yeah really dark moody movies yeah and they and winter soldier yeah there wasn't really a happy marvel movie not really no not in a while not in phase two at least you know it's all sad yeah yeah for sure and um that was so cool about james gunn going into it that saying like it it needs to have a a change you know and it needs to kind of uh be able to um stand on its own yeah i I think that's where most of it uh where where it shines for sure really big a big uh breath of fresh air um, yeah, fresh ass. Yeah, how insane is it that they chose the Guardians of the Galaxy? Because I'm sure there are other franchise or comic books that they could have. Yeah, when well, this isn't chosen. even the original team of the Guardians, you know, that's true. Yeah, so, you get the original team kind of in the second one. We'll, right, we'll talk I mean, about whenever we get led there. by Yondu, which is yeah. uh, played by Michael Rooker. And I mean, th- there are things that like obviously they changed from the comic books. But it still is able to work, you know, because James Gunn really pays attention to the detail yeah. of, of how they're going to change it, you know. Very colorful. Very, very fun movie. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about plugs. Let's plug our Dugs. Um, plug the Dugs. John, are you going to plug... Um are you gonna plug everything, everything that David is gonna plug? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm just gonna maybe. Plug in everything. Yeah, we might just. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, here's that thing I, I dropped. Nice. So let's go to plugs, guys. What are the things that you guys want to plug? We'll start with our guest of honor, Andrew. I'm kidding. No, <laughs> David. What do you What do you got to plug? I mean, we already heard a couple of them. <laughs> I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug Sticker Fridge Podcast and Sticker Fridge Studios. Go to stickerfridge.com. You can find all of our Stickerfridge podcasts there. Fam Films, I'm on there. I was the co-host for the second, uh, first season. Mm-hmm. Was not around for the second season. <laughs> oh, so if you do not like me, 
Listen to the second season. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was actually, I think. What I, happened to your contract? Do you have a good agent? <laughs> what, why? That should never happen. <laughs> I was not around. Uh, uh, yeah, but beyond that, just like, uh, yeah, Delphin Pod. Fuck yeah. Like, yeah, all right. Everyone, listen to Woo! our podcast. Now a subsidiary yeah. of Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> we were acquired like, during this yeah, podcast. We, we got acquired exactly. by uh, an agricultural company. One of Monsanto's podcasts uh, drifted yeah. into our podcast. They now play, we're a Monsanto yeah. podcast. If we play our podcast in front of a bean, it grows bigger. <laughs> For some reason, it's weird. Remember, yeah, about those beans. Flick it twice, you're still playing. <laughs> Don't flick your beans twice. <laughs> That's playing with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, John, um, everything that David just plugged basically. Uh, listen to all the uh, Sticker Fridge podcasts on the Sticker Fridge Network, um, Fan Films, Movie Club, um, Director Showdown, Director Showdown, Blank is the Killer, the Sticker Fridge Sports uh, podcast. Boom. Let us know how that is. Uh, yeah, yeah. and look feedback. up Sticker Fridge on YouTube also on the yeah. YouTube. Awesome. Um, listen to all the Delphin Pod ones. Um, you know, obviously um, ROTS. Oh, thanks, John. Afterthought. <laughs> ROTS, T-H-O-T uh, thought. the sequel is on, obviously, a hiatus because we're doing this and we're very busy. But, but we're also planning We'll be, yeah, we'll things. be back. We'll, season yeah. four, we'll be back pretty we got soon. Some pretty John, awesome not everything's stuff. negative. It's positive. This I, time I, apart will make them want us more. I think I was going more. into negative yet. Okay. John, we're still watching movies. <laughs> it's not like we stopped watching uh, movies. What is still, the first there's movie still, like, a really great episode of RTS that's, uh, what is it? it the, the Matrix Reloaded? Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. Boom. Lost, lost never episode. We have a vault. Just like, for some reason. Just like Disney has a vault for the Song of the South, we have a vault with the Matrix in it. <laughs> Which is really funny, because, like, I think... For the um, same reason. Speed 2 is yeah, in there. The, the funny thing is, like, Dave has never been on the podcast before officially, but he has been a part of the ROTS. The lost around. episode. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Your lips have touched these mics. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, plugs yeah it's your your turn to plug my turn my plugs Um, so I I feel like I sound like a recording every time we do this but if you like the Guardians of the Galaxy and want to know more please um, swing by the shop we can hook you up with some yeah here's some fantasies there's two locations yeah one on Pat Booker Road and the other one on Northwest Loop 410 4923 countdown to infinity isn't it 99% off don't say that bleep it out I'm gonna bleep that out second edit (laughs) no I'm just kidding you can leave that one but no it's not true I will straight turn you away how about I get them to go and they just have to talk to a manager no sorry you can ask but no it's not gonna work when is it 25 cent day where they get a bag and they fill it up with whatever they want am I thinking of the wrong place yes oh yeah that's the flea market that's Albertsons. That's Al- I saw a ro- I saw a robbery at Ross, which sounds like a play, but I did robbery this last at week. Ross. I was at Ross checking out, and I saw the, all these dudes just run out, and they had stuff in their hand. And it was a big thing, and I was really pissed because it inconvenienced Boom. me. <laughs> We're also like, well, I can't shop a yet. big sponsor yeah, of Ross. So guess what I did? Done. I ran too. <laughs> no, I'm just like, these guys know what they're doing. Well, yeah, my only plug, definitely listen to The Sitting Room and uh, uh, this podcast, Revenge of the Sequel. It's going to be revamped to be an all-inclusive sequel news <laughs> uh, conglomerate. What are we doing? Uh, Lethal Weapon 3? Or- I don't know. Uh, we can do the Cloverfield Paradox. Cloverfield we can Paradox, do uh, Kingsman. Uh, yeah, we could do anything. The, the world is our oyster. We, we have things that are sequels. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, My bad shit. <laughs> we could do any sequel, literally, ever. Right now. Yeah, the, so the podcast is going to be coming out, but also, RevengeOfSequel.com will be up and running. You'll get your sequel news and on the Apple News app. Yep. That's right. We're going into the fake news business, <laughs> courtesy of the 2009 Kia Soul <laughs> and Russia. 
boom yeah like comic subscribe yeah, uh, I love rate you guys it, so I much think. god I love you so much yeah so you can enter to win all these free swag alright guys Bye bye. Thanks, David. Bye bye. Now being here, man. Oh yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, David. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!